to meeting one with this uh, new term. And the first item on the agenda is for election of chair. Are there any proposals? Helen, yeah. <laughs> any, other, any other proposals? <laughs> for members of the public to speak. Um, we have a member of the public here. Would you wish to speak? I would, yes, please. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Ashton McGrath. I'm a resident. I think I know many people, not everybody, but I've uh, been resident for 40 years, so I know, know the area very well. I'm um, also a member of Cycle North Cheshire, and I'm active with three of the members on, on this group in terms of trying to improve um, active travel in Frodsham. But I want to, to talk this evening about a suggestion relating to the pro, proposed solar farm um, on the marshes, which I support in principle, we support in principle, because I've spoken to um, our chair of the Second World Cheshire Group. Um, the, my background for, to this topic is that we have 16 solar panels on our roof. So we are definitely pro-solar panels and pro-eco-electricity, etc., etc. However, the, the proposal um, that's put, put for the residents, um, I would suggest, needs a lot of careful thinking about, and I've got a suggestion at the end which relates to perhaps how Frodsham Town Council can help the residents actually get what they want. Okay. So I appreciate this item is included on the agenda for information only, but the timescale for responding to the consultation is by the 13th of July. People have to respond by the 13th. We've only got four weeks left. It's about been out two weeks already. It is very tight, yet the topic is directly relevant to two chapters of the neighbourhood plan. That's uh, recreation, leisure, health and well-being and connectivity and accessibility. 
So it's directly relevant to the network plan, which is yet unpublished, but extremely well developed. The development proposals in here are pretty good, but they really matter because feedback from residents, which I collected in 2019 as part of developing the plan, told us that the marshes were the residents' third most popular leisure location after Castle Park and Frodsham Mill. They were the very popular location. About 40% of people said they valued the marshes. And that's, actually, that's data which came from a residents' feedback. Um, there's, a, there's a high risk that the sighting of 700 acres of solar panels of up to 11 feet high is 3.5 metres, actually, 3.5 metres, so up to 11 feet high um, in what is green belt will degrade this immunity badly unless the community expresses its needs clearly as to how to mitigate this. Not to stop it, but to mitigate it. Make sense? Um, currently, there are also three to four miles of public rights of way, three to four miles of public rights of way, which pass through what is an attractive mix of arable, pastoral, wetland, and dikes, which are destined to be converted to what could end up looking like a vast, deadly dull, light industrial estate. Seriously, unless there's some mitigation to actually avoid that. So that's what the, the basic premise of actually what this is about. Actually, how do you actually how do you have your cake and eat it? In your opinion, obviously the, the consultation is, is, is out. How many residents do we think have viewed the papers? Have you kind of taken... Well, I mean, I've had a little time to start with. Mm. It's, it's quite difficult to find. You know, yeah. I mean, this, this has come round, but how many people yeah. actually follow that, go that through? Exactly. You know, this doesn't tell you much. Um, there's going to be some, I mean, as you know, the, the, this is a bit more, but there's going to be some consultations, but how many people will turn up? Yeah. I think, I mean, preempting pre the actual the, the end point, I think the, the, the council needs to um, take initiative and to invite residents to come to you, to come to us, and tell us directly, privately, mm -hmm. what they think in relation, in the same way that it was done for the neighbourhood plan, what they think about this, and encourage debate on it, privately and actually collectively. So it doesn't all go down to this sink of actually the Peel, Peel Consortium, who can then see it and adjust it accordingly. I'll tell you what, I'll just finish this off. Sorry. All right, no, it's a, good, it's a very good question. The brochure talks encouragingly about top, topics relevant to leisure, recreation and access. And examples are, they're all, all caveated. Provide opportunities for public access. Provide a tailored package of benefits for local community. Manage traffic movement sensitively. Uh, boost diversity, hedgerows. Consider landscape consider site landscape and new paths. Lots and lots of in unspecifics. With lots and lots of possibles. Coulds. Coulds yeah. possibles. However, there are no specifics on any of these topics with no mention of active travel, national cycle route number five, which comes across the marshes. The probably increased degradation of Lordship and Mordish lanes, or possible access required for Ship Street. So there's a lot of lot of issues which are actually not really brought out, which people will not appreciate mm -hmm. until they get into it. And it takes, it takes a long time to get into it. So my suggestion is that the community clarifies its specific needs collectively and expresses them via the council by the 13th. 
and also expressed the final design when it's published later in the year. We asked for a scale model of it together with a virtual walkthrough of the whole thing so we have, everybody can see what it's going to look like and not just actually sort of another bit of paper which is hidden in a, on a website, a scale model and a walkthrough. This is a mega bucks project. I don't know how much it's going to cost, but it's a mega bucks project. It's like it's going to generate 150 megawatts of energy. It's enough for 40,000 or 34,000 houses, they claim, electricity. It's mega bucks. It's a really big project. It's going to be a big earner. One of the questions you probably ought to ask is how much is this going to cost to put it in store? And then from that, you can work out what, in fact, is appropriate to actually do all the preliminary, the ancillary activities. So they, they will have a budget to work to. They will be, this will be their starting negotiating position. <coughs> then we need to actually, like, the residents need to negotiate their position mm -hmm. and then meet some, wherever it's appropriate. Does that make sense? It does. It was really helpful. Thank you. <laughs> really helpful. Thank you. Um, we have got it on the, item, on the agenda to no, this evening, haven't we? Um, We've got it to note to note. Uh, are we able to have some dialogue about whether we want to collectively ask for respondents from you, residents? You, you can. I mean, the one caveat that I'd say is planning have always said that individual representation is better than collective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we need I to be encouraging. I don't think we can do anything privately anyway. No, nothing but <laughs> private. It would have to be public. Public thing, yeah. But I just thought Cheshire West are going to have the stronger voice than us, aren't they? Oh, the planning office is at Cheshire West. I'm not on the planning committee myself, but um, I, I can I can write to people on behalf of things and mm. things like that. So, um, is it something that we can publicise? We have got it on our website and on the yeah. Facebook feed. I mean, we, we could organise a town meeting, something like that. And, but it's whether we're going to duplicate what it's exactly um, what they're going to do. They're going to do anyway. Mm -hmm. I've written to Mike about it as well. Strange. Yeah. Okay. I think all noise is good noise. It is. Anything, anything you do to actually create energy and, and discussion is good noise. Un unless the people were there, they would need to be there, I would have said, to be able to address any questions. Mm -hmm. mm. I they might say we're going to duplicate yeah. Yeah. potentially what, what they're they doing. I think the issue is good. The public haven't given us any, the detail will come, I assume, and a lot depends on what they say at their consultation events, but there will be an opportunity for further consultation on because this isn't even the, the application for planning won't even go in. Mm. And this, following this consultation, it's because there's, there's the environmental whatever it is, and a couple more access things and reports that need to be generated first. But I think the idea that if the town is more of a sort of collective, this is what we want, mm. and we feed that back through, I suspect it would need to be fed back through, to peels through Fudge and Town Council, Cheshire West and Mike Edgeway as the MP mm -hmm. actually um, because you can shape, because their final application would be shaped by the feedback they get isn't it, which yeah. I guess is what we have, yeah. probably the easiest point for us to influence it isn't it. Yeah. Um, but I think when you think back to the wind farm that took an awful lot of consultation at yeah. the various stages, yeah. mm -hmm. this is only the starting point. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. Mm. See if we can kind of just create some noise, at least, and mm. generate some interest for, for residents to attend those feedback sessions and send feedback in as well. If mm. they they do come to us, we can collate 
something that well, we would recommend that they, they put, put that they put responses to. Yeah. Mm. How about asking the authors of the two chapters to rep, to actually sort of express their views because they will have very, quite strong views on, on actually on the nature of the so of plan. Of the neighbourhood plan, yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, it doesn't really. Have, we haven't got a neighbourhood plan yet because it's not gone out no, for it's a not. voting, has it? So not yet. But, but we could. But we could the, you know, there's a lot of knowledge there. There is. Oh, yes. We could contact the neighbourhood plan group and ask yeah. whether they could yeah. respond, um, review it and respond again. They have yeah. to do that independently. Yeah. Because I mean, we obviously work with Mark Waller, who's the, chap the author of the chapter six on connectivity and accessibility. We could, yeah. second or Cheshire could work with him mm -hmm. and just, it, not unsure, but actually to coordinate. Yeah. I don't know whether it's relevant anymore because I'm going back quite a long time, but we did decide as a council some time ago, I think in the fracking days, that the planning committee would, any planning application that had a big impact across the whole town would be dealt with by full council, not the planning committee, because it affects us all. Mm. Now whether you want to still have that policy. That's a really I good point. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Yeah, is it a bigger than average yeah. thing, yeah. Maybe we can put that on the next mm -hmm. full council agenda, Jen, yeah. as an item. And then again, we can discuss that, you know, collectively yeah. as a full council yeah. too. No good point. Have a bit more time for reflection as well. Exactly. Mm. And we can, yeah, we can have, a, we can have a, to resolve <coughs> the council's action on or whatever to what the council's doing. Yeah. And we should have had the feedback at least one consultation event by mm -hmm. then. Okay. Let's do that. Okay. <coughs> Great chat. Thank you, Julie. And thank you very much. Pleasure. Uh, so, I'll move it along. Um, item number six is the planning applications. So, we do have some planning applications to consider. Um, I'd like to thank councillors in advance for feedback um, that they've shared um, on, on these applications. So, the first one um, is uh, 23-01-648-FUL. And it's two Lime Avenue in Frodgham, and that's for a two-storey and single-storey rear extension, new external doors and windows, um, with areas of render raised and a raised rear patio area. Um, so I note that um, one of our councillors' concern regarding the removal of trees um, and bushes, um, and suggesting it's important to consult the environmental and biodiversity teams. Mm -hmm. um, and that the extension is a large extension and we need to ensure that that complies with the relevant requirements. Um, do we have any other comments? I agree with that. So we just need to ensure that the environmental and biodiversity teams are consulted and referred back to Cheshire West. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, second application is uh, 23 oblique 01635 oblique FUL and that is 31 The Willows, and that's a proposed single-storey front extension and associated alterations. Any objections? No. None? No. Okay, no objections, Joe. Okay. Next application is 23-Oblique-01-499, uh, Oblique-FUL, and that's 80 Bridge Street, Frodsham. Uh, that's another single-storey rear extension to extend and replace garage with associated alterations, new drive access and parking area to front and porch. And again, one of our councillors have expressed concern about the creation of the new access 
to and from Ellis Lane. It's an unadopted road and the access is being relocated to a narrower part of the lane and closer to um, the A56 junction. So I've expressed that the highways team need to be consulted on that one. So yeah, I think even though it's an unadopted road, it, it is on footpath 8. So yes. the public rights are way off, it's a might have a view on it, but highways will be very concerned about the visibility displays mm -hmm. for safety. So. Okay, so can we refer, refer that one to Cheshire West? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, it's application 23, oblique 01454, oblique FUL, and that's uh, Highly um, Vicarage Lane. And this is a new side entrance porch with external alterations to uh, windows and doors. Uh, and again, one of our councillors has, has um, expressed an opinion that actually this is in a conservation area, so we need the agreement of the con conservation team. Is everybody happy? Yeah, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> uh, next application is 23 oblique 01651 oblique CAT. And this is St Lawrence Church at Church Road. And this is um, the removal. Basically, it's, it's all tree works. So it's um, crown lifting, uh, removal of trees, cutting back trees. The various trees are, are all itemised there. I don't have any objections. Does any? No. No, no objections there, Joe. Uh, application 23 oblique 00809 oblique FUL. This is to Bradley Lane, and this is erection of an astronomical, I said that right, yeah, astronomical observatory shed with a rolling roof. Um, and again, it's um, in conservation area, so I think we would need um, agreement for the conservation team. Is everyone happy to refer that one? Yeah. Okay. Application 23 oblique 00979 oblique FUL2. This is for Fountain Lane Frodsham. And this is an amendment to previous planning. And this is external alteration <coughs> to existing cottages to create a single three-bed dwelling house, erection of two-storey re-extension, re new window door openings, re-rendering, alterations to the front to include the creation of a car parking bay, new retaining wall and relocating the front entrance steps and dropped curb to existing pavement. Um, again, one of our councillors uh, the proposal does not appear to comply with the relevant conservation policy nor the relevant requirements of the supplementary planning document. So we have one objection on that. I don't know if other councillors have a view. Yeah. Is that an objection? Yep. Yeah. Okay, that's an objection, Joe. I think that when you look on the website, the highways officer has also said it's not, not an acceptable plan. So. It's a very tight plot anyway. Was it based on parking, was it? Uh, if, and highway safety, and, and there's also a network rail, they're not happy about work so close to the no. railway bridge mm -hmm. without being consulted first. So okay. I don't think that one's going to get very far as it stands. Okay, so that's an objection, Joe. Mm -hmm. uh, next one is 23 oblique 01734 <coughs> oblique TPO, and that is at Valley Cottage at Middle Walk and Belmont Road. And again, it's, uh, it's um, some tree works, so it's uh, removing uh, trees as per the survey that I don't believe we had sight of. Um, but it does need to be subject to the agreement of the environmental and biodiversity team again. 
everyone happy with that one? Okay, let's refer that one, Joan. And finally, um, 23 oblique 01660 oblique LBC. And this is the Ring of Bells and it's at 2 Belmont Road. This is the redevelopment of the rear beer garden in filling the pond, new stone paving, and erection stroke installation of festoon lighting. Again, it is in a conservation area, as it would meet the agreement of the conservation team. Anybody else have any issues? I think this is you put something up, didn't you, Paul? Yeah, well, I, I think I circulated up really with the email, and it's an elderly lady who he says, when you look at the plans, um, they look like it's not going to bother anybody, but she's in her 90s and she's lived in that place all her life, and it's going to be like a couple of metres from her bedroom window. And she's very concerned about noise at night. She's, it was a resident who, I think it was a resident who lives near her who was raising the issue on her behalf. I did send that to people on the planning committee last year because I wasn't on that. Mm -hmm. But I just, you know, I'd like whoever makes a decision to take into account that because he said if you look at the plans, it just looks absolutely fine. But if you, you know, but if you look at where her bedroom window is, it's very, very close. Okay. So we can refer that one to Cheshire West. Are you um, objecting or...? Well, no. on behalf of that lady, I mean, I, I did reply to Pauline's email. There are two other properties between her property and the pub. So I'm not sure that that's possibly why she's not being consulted. <coughs> but I mean, I would also add that um, the other pub, the the Bulls head. Bulls head. They have now converted two thirds of their car park to outdoor seating. Yeah. So I wonder whether it is the ring of bells that's creating noise or whether it's the combination. Well, I'm going to pass it on. I mean, I, I just thought because yeah. they sought me out about a year ago or slightly less than a year ago to raise the issue, yeah. I just thought it would only be fair to make Cheshire West aware mm -hmm. that this lady think, was concerned yeah. and. I think her objections would carry more weight if her neighbour put that objection in directly. Mm. Because we're not really in a position to judge I, I whether mm. it, it's truly that or whether it's just a feeling that she has. So it's it might work to come direct from I her. mean, she is very elderly. And yeah, I'm sure that um, whoever emailed you could do that for her. And he, even though the closing mm. date has gone for comments, because no decision has been taken, Cheshire West will continue to accept comments on. Yeah. Okay, I'll get back to that gentleman and tell him. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Thank you, Pauline. Mm -hmm. Thanks for the clarification there, Judith. Yeah. So I think the other thing that was raised was the environmental, you know, the pond itself. Mm -hmm. And it, it, we could maybe go back to our, the, the last planning application and, you know, clarify, um, put a, a conditional now, no objection it's subject to the environmental biodiversity teams okay. looking at it again. Is everyone happy with that with no objection? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Um, item number seven uh, is just to note uh, decisions taken by the Unitary Council and um, is um, two planning applications uh, in relation to the Old Hall Hotel on Main Street in Frogin uh, and that's for the redevelopment of that area um, comprising demolition in part of the hotel and ancillary buildings, conversion of the hotel and ancillary buildings to, into three residential units and five new dwellings, and that has received approval. 
and item eight is the fraudulent solar phase one consultation. Um, again, it's, it's to note um, that we've got the phase one consultation with um, meetings being held at Frodgham Community Centre on Friday, the, sorry, Wednesday the 21st of June and Friday the 23rd of June. So we would urge local residents to attend uh, those meetings. We have posted it on um, our social medias and the website and we'll move this item onto full council for further discussion and um, deliberation. And the neighbourhood plan? Yes, we're going to, we did that as part of the public, yeah, we'll consult with the neighbourhood plan team as well. What we'll do as well is um, if we keep uh, pushing this up through the website so that yeah. it keeps coming up to the top of the It's, news a, it's a mega project which has a big impact on the, on, mm -hmm. on the area. Okay. And item nine, date of next meeting is Monday the 10th of July at 20, sorry, Monday the 10th of July at 6.30. That's great. Thank you very much for your time.